Dick now, what is your what does your dick look like now that you have glasses on? It's very disappointing now that I can see it clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, I like, get wow. that. Wow, yeah. Uh, speaking of disappointing, what do you say we start the show? The Simple Mind Sports Show. We talk latest and greatest in New England sports. Get a couple laughs along the way. Let's do some opening takes. We got a blind show here, boys. We got a uh, half-assed uh, rundown. I don't think we're ever going to see the likes of producer Bobby again, Raymond. Uh, just he moves turning, his rooms around, turning much. down. You yeah, can that's see true. producer Bobby. Holy I need shit, more. You got curtains. I, I can't there. do it at four in the yeah, afternoon. Wh- is that a room? What do you have a room with windows now? That's good. Yes, yes. <laughs> Moving on up. <laughs> uh, well, so with that being said, let's do some. Uh, why don't you bland Bobby? Why don't you take it away with some co opening takes to start the show? Absolutely. Just first of all, thank God that football's here, number one, finally. Okay. So that that way we can get into um, every training camp story about anybody, anytime anybody queefs at training camp, that we need to hear about it and get a story. The the stories that come out of training camp really are hilarious as as they just go on. My personal favorite one so far about the the offensive line depth and the problems with the offensive line and what has Bill Belichick not done to address the offensive line? He signed two tackles and drafted three linemen. How many fucking linemen is he supposed to get? But yet still we have a problem. I just, it is... It is endless stories, but thank God we're here, and it will be something to talk about forever now. Uh, you bring up an interesting, interesting point with the offensive line that we can certainly get into. Let's save it because we have no agenda. Let's save it. I have some thoughts. Remind me to talk about that in- offensive line we'll point that you just made there. Um, Raymond, your opening take. Thank you, Richard. Uh, I would like to read a quote real quick. I'm sorry. Actually, I do believe you have earned a new name with these – um, really sweet looking glasses. So I, it, now the nicknames come organically and one has not popped up yet, but okay. Um, this is a Chadwick, Matt Sullivan situation. When, uh, <laughs> when Matt Sullivan did not have his glasses on, he was Matt Sullivan. When he put his glasses on, he was Chadwick, Chadwick. and he went from cunt level four to cunt level zero in a bad way. So I expect the same out of you. Well, he already is. He's Papa bragging Dink. about having sex. I mean, that's something he's never that's done. That's true. Before. What a fucking douchebag. You be, immediately... <laughs> he's literally never done. Normally, it's the other way around. He's complaining about his lack of penile exercise. And right? all of a sudden, now he's like, I've got so much. My glasses are fucked up. I he ditches so the clum, the cl- clown come uh, shank at golf situation with the, with the sunglasses and the cool shirt and the swanky hat. And now he's just down to some poindexter look with his uh, new glasses. And all of a sudden, he's the fucking dick king of uh, Goffstown. It's like, thank you. <laughs> That's a, there we go. New nickname. Thank you. Dick king dick of Goffstown. What is that? Uh, DKG. <laughs> All right. Baby. All right, Dick. Just... DKG, DKG, why don't you kick it off with your opening take? I think you'd like to read a quote real quick. Uh, men are so often paid and compensated on the potential that they show not necessarily what they've done, Rapino says. And women are so often paid. I'm going to go ahead with my opening take, seeing as Ray <laughs> uh, wants to uh, die, dive into um, some misogynistic bullshit that he has. No, I'll let you finish, Ray. I'll let you finish. Go ahead. I've asked to unmute you, DKG. Thank you. Uh, basically, Megan Rapino. If you want to play like the men and get paid like the men, we're going to shit on you like the men. I can't wait for Sunday morning when they're in New Zealand and they get eliminated from the World Cup in the knockout stage of 16, first round. Oh, it's going to be music to my ears. And Richard, I can taste his tears. 
Nah. I your hate, him up your off his face. The, the I can't fucking wait. Is one of the most like I don't. I just. I. I. You're the bottom of the totem pole of dumb for a reason. Your takes are, but they're generally like, um, wholesomely dumb. This is real hate, and I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like, why do you Her hate you. the women's national team so much? I they're hate far Rapino, more popular than the men. They were, they were, you, son of I a bitch. I think I know where this stems they from. They garnished way more media than the men, and especially this uh, latest iteration of the team over the past three uh, World Cups. They've won two of them or more in the last two, three World Cups. They should have got paid more, and they did because they spoke up. Get over it. What the fuck is wrong? They're still not getting paid nearly as much as the men who suck balls. They fucking suck. They suck. So suck. They, they suck, and they're gonna be the same result that the men had. Yeah, you know why? Because the World Cup teams get, get, get the pulled. First one. They get pulled because soccer is wildly popular across the world, and that that. The only reason soccer is wildly popular across the world for women is because of the United States. You fuck. That's where the money's coming from. So, yeah, they should get more of it, you idiot. The men should get less of it because they're not why the World Cup is popular on the men's side. They're the they're the opposite of it. They're the cucks of the World Cup. They blow. No one wants America in that fucking World Cup. They fucking suck. Get out. And they still get paid 19, 20 times more than the women. Because they get pulled in FIFA if once they skim off the top, once the FIFA officials skim off their skim off the top, then they give the rest down. That's all I have to say. I just don't get it. I just don't fucking get it. So what? They get paid more. They instead of getting paid seven thousand dollars a year, I don't like making repeat. There must be something thirty-five thousand dollars a year. I think this probably goes back to the high school girls team. I think obviously Ray was turned down by all of them, and his hatred for women's soccer players. Married one, you brought him here. Yeah, well, also, that's probably part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> also, also part of the problem. Uh, I'll take my hatred to the Red Sox. Uh, what a putrid, another failed, disgust, not even failed, just incompetent deadline for the Boston Red Sox. Heim Bloom, the underdog, uh, did absolutely nothing. He picked up a utility uh, hurt minor leaguer for the infield um, in a team that's a game out of the playoffs. I've listened to a lot of the commentary. I've talked about it on our text chain. He just doesn't know how to do the job. That's it. Plain and simple. This guy is a is a paint by numbers. Follow the percentages. He should be running a farm system somewhere. Just getting to. He's not. He doesn't even develop talent. He just puts numbers in a computer and spits it out and follows them. That's it. He does not have the. Uh, he does not have the fortitude acumen uh, to handle a big league club, to be a general manager of, of a sports organization. He just doesn't have it. He doesn't get it. I don't think he probably understands people. He probably doesn't understand the emotions of the game. I've never heard him talk about anybody taking a swing or throwing a ball. He's just talking about numbers. The fact that he came out and said, the odds are facts of what our percentages are to make the, uh, the playoffs is baffling. The odds are not facts. They're fucking projections based on prior information that hasn't happened yet because nobody can tell the future. That's that's fucking insane to call projections facts. They're not. They're just not. They're projections. So that's that's who's running your Boston Red Sox and say whatever you want about his uh, 
his future for the club and his long-term play to build up the farm system and, and allow these guys that may be true, but when, when, like, what's the tipping point, what's the tipping point when eventually you have a core of young players up here and they need a jolt, they need a sign at the trade deadline. He doesn't, he doesn't have the skills to pull it off. He just doesn't. And I don't know how long it's going to take John Henry to figure that out, but um, I'd strap in because I think it's going to be a while. So they're going to be flirting with the playoffs every single year around 12th or 10th in payroll when they should be one or two and flirting with the World Series every year. But this is the new Boston Red Sox. This is what you got. Bloom's basement, the uh, peak of mediocrity. John Henry loves it, though, because it's sellouts all the time still. Red he's, Sox probably really he's, he's probably going over the Penguins roster. No problem. Saw Moneyball, and he thought he loved it. Great movie. Brad, Brad Pitt, come on in. Great movie. Bill James is a part of the Red Sox organization. They've already done that. Theo Epstein did fucking Moneyball. He just did it with balls. It's not even about the ideology. We, we can get into it if you want. I'll stop there. Fuck Bloom and the fucking Red Sox. <laughs> uh, we'll be talking about that. We'll go back to the Patriots training camp. We'll do uh, the Red Sox trade deadline. Uh, a quick touch in the worst offseason. Uh, in sports, I just want to do two minutes on this. I just want to touch on the Bruins real quick because there was a couple uh, arbitrations that came through. Uh, would you rather? Ray, do you have any would you rathers? I can figure one out. Okay. Uh, and Civilist Minds of the Week. You sent one of those too, right? That was a good one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's the kid, the kid from college, remember? The football player. The photos. Yep, no. yep, yep, yep. Uh, kind of. Briefly. So when we get to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the Simmy Sports Show Friday Rewind August fourth. Welcome to the show. It is August, right? Mm-hmm. It is certainly Augustus, the divine. The divine Augustus of Rome, first emperor of Rome. Just spitting little history facts on you there. Historian. Yeah. You just, just love to it. randomly drop history history facts. That's right. That's right. Me and Heim just living in the past. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you want to live in the past, then uh, you can watch us. That didn't that didn't work. Uh, no, if you watch it on you, sorry. If you watch it on YouTube, you're welcome. Ray, I'm sorry. Um, DKG is. Looking mighty fine. Um, Those eyebrows still. With his new spectacles. Oh, yeah. Last week, he missed it, Bobby Ray. Got a haircut. And also, he gets his eyebrows done. When he took his hat and put it off, it thought I saw a fresh fade under there. I thought I saw that. Maybe. Yeah, look at that. So you're going with the tight up top, loose beard bottom look? Good for you. Mm -hmm. Wow. He got his beard done last week, too. Yep. Jesus. No, just French, no so wonder he's slinging gross. so much dick. Unbelievable. Thank you, Bobby. That means a lot. See, be more positive like Bobby. Positive vibes only Bobby. Yeah, well, oh, I mean, we haven't got on, his opinion it. on the eyebrows. What do you think Ray's about going... finally taking care of himself and look what's happening? What do you think about like... what do you think about getting your eyebrows done? I'll beep it. I'll beep it. Don't say it. It's fine. I get it. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell where you want to go from there. It's not like I get him done. He just trims him. He takes him comb and goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man if this was 2003 the words that would be coming out of my mouth <laughs> you tell me you never got your eyes bro. you went to a salon you told me 
Yeah, it's the only place in town that does haircuts. My girl Kobe knows how to do it, and that's where I go. Bobby Tiebreaker, do you go to a salon or do you go to a barber? Look at him. Barber. My fucking man. <laughs> well, what I have su- more than one option, too. What a surprise coming from the misogynistic king of fucking Goffstown. Can't go to a, can't go to a lady haircutter. No, I got two barber shops like stone throws away from me. You're the fucking man, dude. You're the fucking man. I, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> About fucking time you respect me, you son of a bitch. Uh, if you want to be the man like uh, DKG, then why don't you go to shankitgolf.com and get 15% off all your orders. Uh, the best, coolest, hippest, shankiest golf gear um, around this, around the, anywhere you can get it these days. It's 15% off with the promo code Simple Minds. Uh, and you too could be the dick king of your Hamlet, uh, just like Ray. Uh, what do you say we start the oh, show? <laughs> Patriots. Whoa. You always think I'm angry. I. Did you say I'm angry? No. Oh. Uh, I'm a little angry. Oh, what you, yeah, this show's already off the rails. This is why we need an email, producer Bobby. Yeah, thanks, Bobby. Yeah, thanks, Bobby. Tell me ahead of time, and I'll get you an email. Okay. Well, you know what? You know what? A real, you know, uh, would take the rain. You'd already have you'd already have the email ready to go, just in case it came up every okay, single fine. week. You know what? Next year you're gonna get a real tight fucking email. Okay, <laughs> that's great. I look forward to doing the email, so I'll look at it. I'll thank you for it, and then we'll go with mine. But just in case. <laughs> Send it along. Then why are you bitching about me not doing the email if you want to do the fucking Because email. I'm going to do the fucking email, then I'd like to have an email just backed up in case I can't get to it. So just write the fucking email. We won't use it most of the time. But when we do, <laughs> it'll be appreciated. Thank you. Write the fucking email. That makes more sense. Offensive line. <laughs> I can't believe you just gave credit... Bill Belichick credit for what he did with the offensive line. What? So he so he brought in a bunch of fucking hacks. I gave him credit because they were questioning the depth. There's a million of them. How about the he, talent? Fuck the depth. How about the I'm not talent? talking about the talent. They're he just passed. saying that there isn't enough of them. They're, Bobby's he, saying the attendance wise, there's a lot. There's a, but the what was the sucks. number? You look at the offense. Number one need probably playmaking, uh, pass catcher, right? And then if you're not a Mac or Zappy guy, quarterback, obviously. Like, yeah, sure. If you, uh, number one need of any team that doesn't have Patrick Mahomes is go get a franchise quarterback. Beyond that, you looked at that team and you went, what do they need? They need a playmaking pass catcher and a tackle, a left tackle. They passed. Forget the playmaking pass catcher because those are for the Patriots impossible to get, but. They're expensive, and you know it's a little bit of hit or miss. Depends on the talent around them. But they had chances, two of them, two direct chances in the draft to select high-profile uh, left tackles out of college. Bobby Bukaki, you can expand more on this. Both of them were were they Joneses or were they Browns? Are we talking about the first round guys? Yeah, it was the yeah. uh, Broderick, uh, right? Um, yeah, Broderick Jones, and then um, the other kid in the second round that they uh, let go and. Yep. Uh, they traded out of and and someone took them. So they had two high, you know, two of the top, whatever. There weren't too many tackles in this draft. But the point is they had opportunities to draft them. Now, if you look around the league, I've read articles on this. The tackle position around the NFL is really slim these days. It's really hard to get. So, um, you know, it's I guess it's tough to, to shit on for that. But they signed this Riley Reef guy for fucking five million guaranteed. And he's probably would get cut 
if he wasn't guaranteed all that money. Connor McDermott is beating him out at this point in time. So, um, yeah, sure. I guess he addressed depth by drafting a bunch of offensive linemen. He drafts a bunch of offensive linemen every year. He drafts two or three offensive linemen every year. We haven't seen any of them come up to be anything other than a winner since Dante Scarnecchia um, retired. So it's a major concern. If they can't straighten that out to just be at least mediocre, then it really doesn't matter. We, we can talk all about Mac Jones and the wide receivers all we want. If they can't figure that shit out, then it doesn't matter. I wonder if it's going to be hurting the run game, too, if they can't figure it out either. Of course. Well, yeah, course. it hurts everything. Can't block. Can't do shit. No, I know. So then you have to have double tight end sets, you know, so to help out with the pass protection. And that just gives you single coverage on those guys. So that's going to fuck you up all the time. So. Yeah, I think the offensive line will be fine. They don't have any studs. I mean, they they, they have one of the better centers in the league. I mean, one of the better guards in Onwenu and Cole Strange. He's he's average, and then they'll he's probably hurt. be average at tackle. But I I think as long as uh, Bill O'Brien has them a cohesive unit, which we've heard so much about, where how everything there hasn't been all this execution at times, but everything is. Everything looks crisp. The players are happy with what's happening. They've been talking about how they're getting better. They're improving. Obviously, there's been better practices with for the offense the past couple of days that they can protect the line's deficiencies through good coaching. So that I worry less about that. I, I think that can handle itself. You you worry less about the offensive line uh, being able to come in. And it's true. Trent Brown hasn't put pads on. He hasn't even practiced yeah. since OTAs. Cole Strange got a minor injury, hasn't been in there. Awinu has been. Um, he hasn't played. The other guy, Calvin Anderson, I think he has COVID. He's on NFI. COVID's coming back. Do you hear this too? I know. Yeah. Fucking COVID. Um, so I, I'm with you too. Like I, it was not a major concern for me, but one, it's a domino effect on that offensive line. One of the one of your guys goes down, and you know, you're you're. Pretty I'm more worried about wide receiver injuries. Okay, well let's let's shift to let's shift gears to that. The uh, the reports the last three days at a camp where that off that offense was cooking. Mac Jones returning to the Mac was slinging all over the ballpark. Many many are saying that it was his best two days in a row uh, of practice as a Patriot in his three years. Um, he came out with some quotes that he's having fun, which is always good. Uh, he's having a blast out there. Uh, Bailey, even Bailey Zappi is getting a lot of love. We can do the quarterback controversy if you want. Everybody is basically saying there isn't one. It's Matt Jones's ball club right now, and um, and that's the deal. Um, the one concern of that is uh, a lot of reports of lack of separation from the wide receivers, which we've heard before. And yeah, surely if you want to talk about depth, Bobby, um, one of those guys goes down between Juju Parker. Um, you know, Tyquan Thornton hasn't done shit, but born. Nope. Yeah, we know they're thin. We know they're thin, and they're not very fucking talented. So Bill O'Brien's going to have to pull a bunny out of his asshole, um, I think, to really get the best out of these guys. Or Mac Jones is going to have to pull a bunny out of his asshole and, and excel to a point where a lot of people don't think he can get to. The reports today were that the wide receivers actually were looking a lot better than years past, especially with the two walking nut sets sacks last year. So that's a plus for Mac Jones going into the 2023 season. Uh, I mean, maybe it's just a different fire. They're running crisper routes. They're running, getting separate. They're getting a little bit of separation, not a lot, but they are. And they're just mediocre wide receivers. So Bill O'Brien can change the philosophy down there and make these guys actually 
right run the right routes and run crisp routes and Mac Jones can actually put it there. This could be an eye-opening uh, season. I'll I'll eat crow and say Mac Jones can do it. Okay. I, I think the 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 number one thing, not even just the okay. offense doing good. In general, the consensus is the team looks good. It isn't just that the like so the offense is moving the ball, but it's also against good defense. So that basically right now the whole team is looking good because. You don't want just the defense to win or just the offense to win. You want it to be good football being played. And that's really the reports coming out right now is it's just the team just looks good. Yep. And people say Zappy looks good. People say Mac looks good. The special teams, the kickers, punters, whatever. Every There's just a lot of positive reports coming out. Yeah, you know what I smell? Bullshit. You know why? All these guys had to sit through last year's slog of a dis- dysfunctional fucking swamp that was the walking nutsack of Patricia and Judge's offense that seeped into the rest of their team it, from day one, from day one of training camp, even OTAs, every reporter said, this is awful. It's only getting worse. We heard players chirping, and now they're all down there. They've all covered the team for decade or decade plus, and they're like, wow, this looks like football again. This is cool. This is exciting. This is great. I bet you if we went over to Chiefs camp, if you, if you compared the Patriots to the Chiefs camp, specifically offensively, you'd be like, "This the Patriots suck. Like they're not even fucking close." They're yeah, not gonna find. Close. You're gonna find out in a couple of weeks when they go do joint practices with the Packers and who's the other team they go down to? Titans. Titans. So yeah, you're gonna find out real fast. There's no. You can't get around the fact that their wide receiver group is not talented. Is not as talented as. A, surely the division but most of the conference their conference rivals if you're talking about playoffs which leads which goes back to the most important question other than if you're a firm believer of of the biggest of the big difference that bill o'brien will make which has to take into account not that he's going to be a, a a magician out there but i've heard a lot of people say this that you shouldn't compare it to last year i wholeheartedly disagree with that the the because you went from an eight and nine team with one of the worst offenses the league has seen in a really long time to having a fully functional offensive coordinator and offensive coaching staff with we're shitting on the talent, but it's not God awful talent. It's just mediocre talent. Yeah. So, so you it's middle-class should... talent. It's full of middle-class guys. It just doesn't have any high end talent. That's right. But all mm. you need is a couple guys to overachieve. To, yeah. to pop. And if your quarterback overachieves, now you're cooking. Yeah. Now you're what about your tight ends? What about your tight ends? A lot of reports coming out. Hunter Henry is looking really good in camp right now. Like him and Mac had that uh, rapport back together kind of thing. I, I, I've certainly heard those too. I find it hard to believe that Hunter Henry is all of a sudden going to be better. But I like, think he'll be exactly what he was he's, two years ago. Uh, a yeah, slow seam route. He could just well. be putting in places to succeed better. Look, he had 10 touchdowns as Mac Jones rookie year. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Two years ago, he was great. Every quarterback needs a binky. If Hunter Henry is Max Binky, then I'm for it. I'm yep. game. If you, you get Gasecki there too, routes, run that seam route and be a oh. target in the end zone, in the red zone, then that's that's a weapon as a tight end. Yeah. That's what to, you want to be. To, to go back to the other point you were saying, Rich, about last year, sometimes you think about it. That team went eight and nine and could have just with some some good luck. They had bad luck in every situation. With some good luck, they could have easily won two more games. Easily they, won two more games. They went into the Bengals game with a 
uh, everyone thought they were going to get blow their doors yeah. blown off. But if they won that game, they would have been in the playoffs, and they had it in the bag if yeah. not for Ramondre Stevens' fumble. Exactly, they and they would have the they would have won the Raiders the... game if Jacoby Myers didn't do what Fucking he did. No shit, you can go through the whole yeah. thing. The Minnesota failed uh, execution. The like... Bills game, Demar had the two kickoff returns. Thank you. Yeah, the whole fucking thing. It was an entire and. You know, obviously, we're not talking purely about offense on that, you know, specific specifically and how bad the special teams has been. But that's a trickle down effect. If Bill Belichick can't spend and I think we all agree that Bill Belichick is not what he used to be as a coach, but he's still top echelon. Yeah. He probably I probably still put him in the top five. There's probably not five guys that you want more than Bill Belichick in the league right now. We could do that next. I want him to coach my team. I just want a GM picking the player. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, you want a stubborn dumbass out of the front office. But he's still a good coach. And if he doesn't have to spend all that time babysitting Patricia and can spend more time on the special teams and the you you would think ideologically that they would be better. So that's the trickle down effect that we should see. Um, what else? What else have we heard from Cam? Jack Jones got kicked out. Future Hall of Famer and captain. Of the what team. was that even about? Uh, from what I saw, he just like they he made a play on the ball and then like he must have said something. I don't know. I didn't see I it in the video. All I saw was a headline. I haven't read there's it. No video of it that I've seen on the internet. I tried looking for it so I could send it to you guys, but all I heard is he was going up against Kendrick Bourne. Uh Kendrick Bourne made a play <clears throat> on Jack Jones. Words were exchanged, more things were exchanged, and then mm. all of a sudden they said, Oh, Jack Jones is going to the tunnel. Oh, Jack Jones is going to the locker room. That only means he's mm. been ejected. And then he came back and he kneeled 20 yards away from his teammates. And the uh, back row came down from the booth, I guess, or box or whatever, and tried talking to him. You think mm. that's a uh, – generally, it's like you got to throw a punch to get kicked out, right? Um, I mean, uh, he must have said something like – Mother's joke. Must have been a yeah. mother's joke. <laughs> Real hard mother's joke. Or mm. short leash. Or he called him Job Rent. He goes, Oh, Job Rent had better handles than you. And then that was just I mean, that's a real easy, that's a nice, easy little uh, soft, soft landing there. Low fruit for uh for any trash talk to Jack Jones. Could it be? Could it be a, a coaching masterstroke? This guy's on short thin ice, short leash. We're gonna let you know that you, you know, tighten up. Like how many fucking strikes do you get, dude? You well, he started off playing with Certainly the second team like and then all that shit. So right off the gate. I, I never thought he was going to be in training camp, and here he is. I mean, he's going to play unless he gets suspended by the league. He's going to play. <laughs> he, he won't. Keeps, he keeps getting kicked out of practices. He's not going to play. Well, I, I mean, I don't think that it's, it's meaningless. They kicked David Andrews out of practice once. Like he's going to fucking play. David Andrews if, didn't get arrested on felony gun charges. Fucking Logan. Well, look at Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara. He couldn't play the big fucking baby. Jack okay? Jones is not Alvin Kamara. <laughs> Alvin, he's gonna fucking play. He's gonna play week one. I think that he will play, but if he continues to be an asshole, I don't think he will. I think he's always been an asshole. Well, yeah, yeah no I, shit. I, I like, said that when he was drafted. Remember, this guy some asshole. assholes can turn that shit off for at least a while, especially at when you're Listen, sitting on fucking felony gun shit. It was probably his fault. Okay, he's probably said something annoying. I'm going to go with the route that he will play. I'm with you, Bobby. He will play. I'm going to go with the route that it wasn't that bad. Belichick just took the opportunity to give this kid another fucking shot in the arm. Yeah. Knock it off. Get your head straight. Play football. We don't want We don't want the extras. I'm, I'm going with Kendrick Bourne. I'm going with Kendrick Bourne. said pew, pew. Yeah. <laughs> pew. <laughs> How many pew, pew laser shots is his, his fucking phone blown up with right now? Yeah, right. Uh, all right. We make of the running back situation. All these links to all these running backs: Dalvin Cook, Zeke, Fournette. They clearly yeah. they. You were very uh, bad in the text exchange with that. 
Me? Me? Yeah. No, Rich. Oh. What? Not mad, but you were just like, why? You were just questioning why are you bringing in all these running backs when we drafted so many in years prior that we should have an established running game by now. Why we got to bring in Dalvin Cook or Leonard Fournette or you have an established uh, track record of drafting two running backs in one draft for since uh, Shane Vereen and <laughs> Stephen Ridley, and you've plug and played those that that type of model all the way up to Mondre Stevenson and um, uh, Harris, Damian Harris, Damian Harris. Yeah. Uh, until this year and now you have two more in the wings what like what is it about this it just raised a flag to me they either they really don't like kevin yeah. harris or um the french strong. kid um pierre strong they clearly like what is jj taylor friends. still doing here this dude has tried to make the team he's for a, six years he's a career special practice teams. squatter special teams he must do something great on the practice squad Ty Montgomery is clearly a Belichick guy. Belichick just likes him having around. He I can't, bet he, the, there's no way he, he needs. I think he's the guy that needs to get replaced. He can't. He he doesn't play. He taught. I bet he can talk football all day though. I bet Probably, he can talk yeah. fucking football coverages all day with Belichick and he loves it. Yeah. He fucking loves it. He Probably talks about like Wesley and lacrosse guy. too. He's like, hey, Bill, do you see that Wesley and lacrosse guy get in there? You see the yeah. yeah. He's a big wishbone fan. Big name guy. <laughs> Um, what Speaks do I Croatian. think? I think that they know Ram- they're going to have to lean on Ramadre Stevenson as, as hard as they possibly can. And they know that no running back in today's football can take on the 17 game workload that they're going to ask him to do that. And they don't trust these rookies and they don't trust Mac Jones to take on the better half of, of the offense if Stevenson can't handle it. So they're looking for a veteran workhorse back that understands that they can take first down and second down carries in non-important uh, roles. Do you think they need a better blocking running back? I think Zeke's a good fit. Uh, I I think Zeke's a good fit too. He's still young enough. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's, you know, I think Leonard Fournette will probably be the type of guy they get just to do. They can take it on first and second down and get two and a half yards of carry. Possibly. Every other, every other um, possession. And they They've always had the, a mild chubby form. <laughs> have you got a call ray never since i put the glasses on no they just want me to go in the coaching booth slightly more than mild uh anything else we've missed in uh latest training camp news i don't think so i guess the rookie punter looks balls so is the kicker from maryland got some good kickers i guess Hell yes. time. and they're not racist thank god not yet, not yet. uh give them time give them time they just got to boston the uh yeah that's it i do, does any of it really matter or is it just because it's football season and we get sucked into it and until the third preseason game out does any of it really fucking matter nope nope but football's here no it matters Glad to be i mean the only thing that matters time. is if you get real true injuries right which we've seen already with denver fucking going down with uh their wide receiver and their linebacker now just towards acl i believe today yesterday practice it's karma for peyton trashing hackett (laughs) (laughs) oh man and then hackett's a little bitch you broke the code you can't talk about how shitty i am did you hear aaron Rodgers? keep keep my keep my my your your mouth week five is gonna be a doozy i'm watching that game that'll be a good one anybody who thinks the jets are gonna have success this year is dumb Hopefully Aaron Rodgers deliberately throws an incomplete pass off of Sean Payton's head. Bonk. Like varsity blues when he went after the yeah, uh, yeah, mascots. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. I thought it was the uh, replacements, but you're right. Varsity blues. 
Uh, let me just say, I'll finish this segment off with this as the captain of the Mac Jones fan club. I think Mac probably is their best chance. The reason I'm the captain of the Mac Jones fan club is because nobody was nobody. And I still don't think people are taking are really, truly understanding how badly that team was managed last year. And it all fell on Mac. And then the, the lazy fucking minds like bot pod just went, well, he sucks. And he's a, he's a bitch. Cause he's yelling at his coaches on the sideline a couple of times. It just doesn't don't put words or me. food in my mouth, you motherfucker. Just, oh, oh yeah. If I don't put food in your mouth, you're gonna what are you gonna spit it out? Yeah, <laughs> it just doesn't add up to me. I don't. Uh, he should not be graded on last year. Nobody should. They just shouldn't be. <clears throat> so I'm going off Max rookie year, and he had promise. So I think he should have the job from there. But my point of bringing this up is, if Zappy El plays him, I'm I can I can taste the fever. I'm okay with that. Zap Daddy's coming. He's gonna be slinging dimes out there. He's got nothing to fucking lose. Nothing to lose. Also, let it be known. I think Zap Daddy fucking sucks. He's like four foot seven and can't get the ball over the offensive lineman's fat asses. And he's got a crew cut. (laughs) His ears are too short. Like I think he stinks. I think he stinks. I think he's a queer backup. He is Brian Hoyer. Let it be known. But if he's not, I'm not gonna be spiteful like the. Bigger the fupa, taste two and zero in his career starts. I'll call 2-0. it as I see 100%. it. One hundred percent. I'll fucking call it as I see it. I'll give him. I'll give him the credit and Reagan shit down my vote with some stupid fucking logic that he comes up with in his dumb brain. I just want it to be on record as we get into the season here hmm. that I am fair and balanced and honest. And that's called grabbing that safety shoot, just in case. That's all you're doing. Yeah, just sure. in case that first parachute doesn't work, Rich has that safety shoot now. <laughs> <laughs> the zap, the shorter zappy one underneath. Yep, <laughs> that's what your mother calls Bobby when we show up on Tuesday nights. <laughs> Just in case I'm too tired. <laughs> uh, speaking of Tuesday nights, throw it over to headlines with the obvious. <laughs> Thank you. I just got a mental picture of the two of us walking in there. <laughs> oh uh, shit! It's not going, Bobby. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Richard. <laughs> 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 the trade deadline has come and gone with the Red Sox buyers or sellers. Neither. They did absolutely nothing. Fire Bloom, sell the team. Uh, Rich's oh. favorite team, the U.S. women's <laughs> soccer team, is just as good as the men, meaning they didn't win their group stage and they play Sunday against Sweden, who should, in fact, knock them out of the World Cup. Life is good. Speaking of life is good, Thursday night officially starts the NFL season as the Jets and Browns played in the Hall of Fame game. And from now until the second Sunday in February, there will be NFL football. Praise Jeebus. Uh, Bruin signed Trent Frederick to a two-year deal while Jeremy Swayman was won his arbitration and was awarded a one-year, $300 million-plus uh, contract. And on this day in 2007, San Francisco slugger Barry Bonds homers off Clay Hensley in the second inning of a 3-2 loss to the San Diego Padres to tie Hank Aaron's 33-year-old MLB home run record of 755. This has been Headlines with the Office One. Back to you, Richard. Thanks. It's the glasses. <laughs> oh boy! New segment, new Ray. You're gonna be, uh, you're gonna be better. I'm gonna be better like your mother's ass. 
You know it. <laughs> shoehorn, shoehorn. Shoehorn. That was shoehorned, but it worked. It played. Um, all right. These next two, uh, I should Fun. just, we should Fun send two, I should send two invites. This one I'll save. And then when we get done with these segments, I could send one to Bobby. <laughs> I, th- this is a this is like a 30 second. I just want to touch on the Bruins. This is uh, Don Sweeney by far in the last calendar year has had the worst offseason of any Boston club. Now, the only real rival, I think, is probably the Patriots and Belichick's refusal to uh, do what in the last segment, do what we talked about, just address basically any major need on the on the roster. So we could possibly argue that. But the Swayman gets three point four. Four seven five is that right, Rick? Uh, yeah, three point seven. Yeah, three point five. Uh, Frederick Trent Frederick gets two. They uh, essentially lose those arbitrations. Uh, they come in higher than what the Bruins wanted. Now they Bruins sit with four hundred thousand dollars in cap space. Uh, they're about to spend eight point five million dollars on goalies, which is the seventh most in the league, and they're not a true title contender. They're a playoff contender, but they're not a true title contender. Their number one center is Pavel Zaka. Their number two center is Charlie Coyle, who has time and time again failed in that number two spot. He's a number three center and a very good one at that. Um, But at number two, he fails to deliver offensively. And Pavel Zaka, who knows? I mean, he did well in that number one spot with Bergeron and, um, and Marchand when they were kind of mismatching there this last year. But... Um, he's not a proven number one. And then beyond that, your bottom six is fucking the Milan Lucic's uh, retreads of the world. I just, there's two things here from the Bruins perspective. Number one, clearly it's a directive or a uh, job saving uh, direction to get a team to never ever get a team uh, shitty enough to miss the playoffs. Even if that means for a couple years, you miss the playoffs and you rebuild the Jacobs want playoff ticket sales. They want those home games. Sweeney wants to keep his job. So uh, they're not going to sell off enough pieces to be shitty enough um, to try and rebuild, which is the wrong way to do things that it makes it much harder on yourself. And secondly, I just don't understand the philosophy of having these two goalies, high-priced goalies. The whole league is moving towards a two-goalie system. I get that. But you've got two number ones in your team, and you have needs, and you need cap space. Trade one. Trade one and tack on one of your other guys, a Grizzlick $3 million. <laughs> Even if you wanted to get crazy, Lindholm at $8 million, who hasn't done shit in the playoffs. Your defense could lose a piece and bring up some young kids. There's there've been options to make for this for this Bruins offseason and Sweeney. Um, what and Bertuzzi leave for five million when you had it right there with Allmark with Swayman in the wings. And then by the way, the Boosie kid, the Boosie, whoever you pronounce his name in Providence, the best goalie in it, the AHL, the number one, the goalie of the year for the AHL is just sitting there. You don't think he can handle backup duties in the NHL of just winning that award. Isn't that a natural progression? It just feels like they went to sleep, right? It feels like they got booted out of the playoffs really early after the greatest NHL season in history. And then they like blacked out, like what the fuck happened? And then by the time they awoke, 
they were in the middle of it and just panicked and did whatever deal came in front of them. There I think no they plan. I think they handled the Bergeron crazy thing very poorly. I think they just said, "All right, we're going to keep their locker open, ready for them, whether they come back, you know, or not." That's when Sweeney should have said, "All right, you guys in or out after the season? Give them a month, whatever. Are you in or out? We need to address the team. We need to go from here on out." I think they lost Bertuzzi because of that. I think they were trying to save up enough money so in case Bergeron and Krejci wanted to come back, they didn't want to give Bertuzzi all this money, so they couldn't do it, so they couldn't afford it. So I think that was part of the problem, too, and I think Sweeney, uh, Sweeney handled it terribly. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they were banking on Bergeron, certainly Bergeron coming back because that seemed like it was a possibility, but even still, like you can just point directly to the goalie situation. Oh, you've absolutely. Got, you've got... If, if Swayman was on another team last year, he would have been a um, Vesna finalist, probably. Mm-hmm. You have a Vesna winner, and then you have the like you have three of the top like ten goalies in North America. And why? You only need one. You only. What's need the benefit one. to this two goalie system? They won the most it. wins in NHL history. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason why I think the what what the team would tell you is. Uh, because of the way the game is being played now, uh, it's harder on the physical uh, attributes of of goalie. So you they can't play as many games. So you you need a, they a to. Would they skate uh, out more? What are they doing? Uh, they're pussies. Uh, they're pussies. Well, yeah, Ray has a, a little bit right there. The the game has become a, more, a little more athletic, so they can't just kind of stand there and and horizontally move. There's a lot more fucking. Uh, yeah, a lot more athletic <laughs> moves. You just can't be a Goldberg in there farting. Um, or queefing, that's what, depending if you're a woman. Thank you, Raymond. Uh, that's what I've read. That's what I've heard. That's what they say. Uh, most of the league is going towards it. So, you know, like, you know, there's a philosophy engaged in it. But the point is, most teams don't spend top-end dollar on both of them, especially when you have a kid in the AHL who can come up for nothing that was the best goalie in the AHL last year. Like, that's a prime spot to sell high on a guy in Allmark who came out of nowhere, a Vezina winner. Sell high! Like, you have needs. You need a top-six center. You need, like... Or just go and replenish your draft picks that you've dumped last every single year competing for a, a second first round exit like no i'm not crazy the, i'm not the smartest guy when it comes to hockey but haven't the past several stanley cup winners had like a rotational uh goalie situation like their starting goalie didn't finish the finals of the stanley cup they had their backup yeah in there. i can't give you the names of other than but they weren't high price guys they were like rookies the, or something yeah yeah i know vegas journey. went through like three goalies in the playoffs yeah vegas went through a, a bunch and they were a team that spent a bunch of money on goalies prior to that. Mark Andre Fleury and um, I remember that, yeah. the guy's name, and they they flamed out in the playoffs too. And then now, yeah, then they go out and they, you know, they win with uh, nobody, right? I don't know who uh, they won with. The only one that I can name is Vasilevsky in in Tampa. That is, and he's the best goalie in the league. So. Yeah. Arguably, or he was, certainly was when they won it. Yeah, it's just crazy. There's no, there's really no good explanation for what they did other than they dropped the ball and they completely mismanaged it. And that's it. Like, you you can't really go anywhere else other than that. Um, so that's my little rant on that. Let's do a quick break and we'll get back to some more mismanagement uh, with another sport Bobby doesn't give a shit about. But maybe he'll chime in like he did. Maybe. This one. Yeah, maybe. That was beautiful. I was intrigued as to why there'd be two goalies. It's very dumb. Well, do you remember when the Mighty Ducks did that with Goldberg and the girl from Maine? 
That was Title Nine. Uh, Uh, you know, Title Nine um, is from the seventies. Yeah, it's old. Title. What was the story? I just. Oh, you don't remember. Oh, oh, oh. Who? Um. Shit. Did I not send you this story? Someone missed out on a scholarship somewhere because it was a, a guy that missed out on a scholarship from Title Nine, and then went on to be really fucking great at something else. All right, I'll look that up and send it to you. It's just not that not we're shitting on Title Nine, but it's it's one of these things that it propelled this other person to go do something. I'm gonna have to cut that. That didn't make that didn't make the cut. I like your uh, oh though. I like your little oh <laughs> sound just like your mother. <laughs> that wasn't shoehorned. That was not shoehorned. A little bit. You kind of and you change back into your other glasses and you pop that off too. Yeah, not bad. Good dude. for you. Yeah. Uh, that was like a self, that was like an Allen Iverson self alley oop. I like it though. <laughs> yeah, you did, did that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. That's going to piss me off. Okay. Uh, speaking of pissing me off, uh, get back to my opening take Red Sox, Nheim Bloom, and the uh, no deadline move. Let me. So this top of my head. The rumors coming out that they were in on Verlander. Bullshit. Shove it up your ass and spin around. The, the, there's not a chance in hell they were in on Verlander. No chance. What a, They're turning into the Boston Bruins. Just put a bunch of PR out there that we're in on everybody, but the price was too high and we want to make conscientious moves and blah, 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 blah. Fuck you, man. Like the... The worst thing you can do in this market is try to outsmart the fans by bullshitting them. Um, that's never going to fly. It's just never going to fly. It's insulting. It's not happening. And it's not just the Verlander thing. That's just cherry on top. Like, clearly, you're full of shit and lying. But to come out in that press conference and talk about the odds of making the playoffs being facts that they're 22% or whatever they are, nice and they're they were just making the smart play according to Heim Bloom and the deals out there. We would talk to every single man, man, I can't tell you how much time we spent at the phones and just the deals just didn't make sense. We got to be smart about it. We got to be smart. Well, what does that mean? Heim? What does that mean? You have a major league team, one game out of the playoffs with the destiny in your hands. The team in front of you comes to town this weekend. You have beat them. Every time you've seen this year in the Toronto Blue Jays, you could have a playoff spot by the end of the day you're talking. And that's not something you want to invest in because what the price of it was a a mid tiered prospect who's going to be blocked. Anyway, you can only have so many prospects. There's only nine positions on the diamond at a time. How many guys do you have to play? You've got a guy in Cassis at first base that's going to block anybody at first base coming up. Devers is young and signed. Any third baseman, trade him. How many pitchers can you have at, at any given time? Like, Good pitchers. Good pitchers. There's only three outfielders. You just signed Yoshida. You like Duran. 
there's the uh, uh, kid in AAA that everybody likes that is going to be up in September. They just want to fuck up his service time. The, he's only his. Which, only... Why wouldn't you get? Why wouldn't you get rid of Verdugo then? If you have well, this kid up, I know they did, but they did nothing. They sat on their hands and did nothing because I'm... they didn't want to sell. They didn't want to rent because this team's not good enough. Words of even... our fucking Heimblum. I don't even think it's about good enough, Rick. I don't even think that that's. I just don't think he operates with the mindset of what it will it take to win a world series. I think his only, his only frame of reference and his only thought process is in what the numbers say and how does that affect the big picture when it comes to the farm system and guys coming out. I don't even think he has the like ability or capacity to think about what it looks like five years from now when his team, like if it all worked, if his big fucking plan worked, where he had a army of young kids in the minor leagues and they all came up and he had a hundred to choose from and he picked the best nine and they came out and they were good, but they weren't quite good enough and they needed to do something to get there and win the world. I don't think he could do it. Like, I don't think he has the capacity to do it. He can't build a ball club. He can just watch the numbers and play the odds. That's all he's doing. And do you think he just he's doing in Tampa, do you think he just got lucky with how he built it because they were so bad, so he was able to He get was first like the round. fourth rung in Tampa. He wasn't even an yeah. assistant GM in Tampa. He was a fucking nerd. He was a numbers nerd. That's all he was. He had no experience from a personnel standpoint. He has no so he, experience dealing with humans. He's a fucking robot nerd. Nerd. But he got lucky because all those other guys built up that system, and he was just there. Yeah, and it was the it was the trend, over. and clearly John Henry had has an agenda, um, you know, money of cutting costs and buying up other organizations and other things and adding to the Fenway Sports Group, and um, you know, this was part of that whole plan. Cut, cut, and if you can do it, obviously he knows you still need to be competitive in the Boston market, or we will literally burn you out of town. The it, however, you know, you're missing the competitive point. Yeah, they're there. You know, it'd be one thing if it was Milwaukee and this is what you're doing, but you're Boston and this is your fourth year and you've come in last twice, three times. You caught lightning in a bottle once they got to to get to the ALCS. You you have to fucking win and you have to make the moves to win and you have to be aggressive to go out there and try and win. Even if even if your owner tells you you can't spend money, even if your owner tells you you can't go buy that thirty million dollar pitcher. If your job is to come in here and win on a budget that you're not doing it, you're still not, you're still not doing it. And there were deals to be made that would make this team better, make this club better and give them a jolt in the arm um, when they wanted to. And look, just like last year, nothing happened. And guess what? They've lost five in a row. So good for the team. Fuck you, Bloom. Fuck you, management. You don't want to invest in us. We're not going to invest in you. Shut it down. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Here, here. I don't blame him. I don't fucking blame him one bit. I don't blame the players one bit. You think Core's uh given up too? Yeah. I think Fuck so. Fuck yeah. I think he wants out. Fuck yeah. They probably had a fucking meeting about it. Mm-hmm. Your best player, your $400 million guy in Raphael Devers came out and said, We need pitching. Verbatim said, yeah. We need pitching. Didn't Core have some sort of quote too about trades at the deadline? He was yeah, saying yes, yeah. Hmm. He said, uh, winning World Series is not about building your farm system. It's about getting the right guys in here to win in October. Hmm. Verbatim. 
they called out their GM, the player, the, your best player, and your manager called out the organization to go make a move, and they spit in their face. Mm-hmm. And you had a team that was generating buzz. You had good veteran leadership at Justin Turner. You had young kids coming into their own. You have something. Like, this is what I get that Heim, this is my point is Heimblum can't recognize that. Like, he's not a manager of a ball club. He's He can't handle personnel. He's just a numbers guy. Because you have to be able to understand and feel that momentum and understand what's going on in the clubhouse. 2013. He understands the analytics, but not the context. He's a robot. He has no feeling. Well, he can read fucking numbers. Analytics, you know. None of the guys he's brought in. So anyway, yeah, he can't do it. He will never be able to do it. It's not going to happen. Um, And I don't blame this, this team for quitting on him at all. They should, they should fucking quit. They should pack it up. Raphael Devers should have a hamstring injury tomorrow and uh, just tank. They should just fucking tank. Agreed. It's disappointing. Disappointing. Cause I was this close. It was this close. You almost got Nesson again. You know, Nesson won't let me watch it because oh, yeah, John sorry, Henry's right. an asshole. But the MLB right. package, I could have could have jumped on. I'm out. I'm out now, Heim. John. <laughs> uh, afternoon delights and a little would you rather. Sure. Sky in flight. Woo! Afternoon delight. Whoop. You guys have it, I think. Huh. Afternoon delight. I don't know, Ron. That sounds kind of crazy. The DK. G. DK. DK the, the nickname DK. You guys ever seen? Um, I, I, it's a shitty movie, and I had seen it recently. I watched it again because it was in my head. Uh, Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. You've never, I've never seen that movie. Sat down and watched that movie. I have not seen it's, that in its entirety. It's one of those. It's a bad movie, but it's a, it's so bad that it's good. So. There's a, one of the guys is called uh, DK for Drift King. And <laughs> there's like this scene at the beginning where like the main character and this Japanese guy, he walks in and bumps into him and he goes, uh, who, who are you supposed to be? The Justin Tim- uh, Timberlake of Japan? It's, it's like such a dumb movie. <laughs> but yeah, just from DK. that right there, I'm not going to watch it. Just I'm never going to watch No, I mean, I've caught. I know who plays in it because I seen the guy was on uh, Friday Night Lights, the movie, yeah, the TV show. That guy is the main character, correct? The yep. quarterback, yeah, Lucas yeah. Black or whatever. Yeah. Let's forget about Friday Night Lights, the movie. I love that movie. Good movie. Very good movie. Did you like the TV show? No, nope. never watched it. Really? No. Nope. Is it good? I haven't seen it. It was. I don't remember. Ingrid and I binged it when we first started dating. That was many moons ago. Mostly we were just banging. Had a boy. Humble brag. <laughs> TV show in the back, slinging some dick. I mean, I, I figured this this is what this was show, that the Netflix today's show is about. We got yeah. the DK, DKOG over here. I figured <laughs> I'll throw, throw my hat in the ring. Had a boy. <laughs> Take it back, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It, I don't know if the show was good or not. I couldn't tell. <laughs> I guess it was, it was fine. Yeah, it's fine. I like the coach. I like the actor that does that's the coach. He plays in some good movies. He's always a yeah. he was in Wolf of Wall Street. He was the, he was the brother in Kingstown. Oh yeah. One there episode. Off. <laughs> Spoiler. Sorry. Sorry, Bobby. Ugh. I didn't like that, by the way. 
Like they could have, they could have really strung that storyline out. Like I get you wanted the shock and awe oh, in the first episode, oh, but like they were shocking off. He's a good actor. They could have like strung that out and really got us sucked in with him, and then fucking offed him, and that would have hurt. That would have hurt real bad. Yeah, but when he died, I was like, yeah, yeah. he's only been here for like thirty minutes. I don't care. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Fucking Jeremy Renner's gonna have to hold this shit down now. <laughs> it's gonna be a long, long show. All right, what do you got? What'd you rather? Oh, you have none? No. I don't I have, have an email. I, I am fully, I'm a slave to the email, Raymond. You know this. I know. I'm sorry. I don't Bobby. have an email. Thanks a lot, Bobby. A, a, uh, would you rather, the wind. Okay. Would you rather fuck a goat and nobody knows or not fuck a goat, but everyone thinks you did? This reminds me of the kid that was in <laughs> high school. Remember Mad Max in high school? No. You don't remember Mad Max? Oh, maybe you guys weren't there yet. No, you guys should have been there. <laughs> we were one year behind you, so if that happened in that one fucking year, then yeah, yes. wouldn't it have a ninety nine? If it was a ninety nine story, then yeah, we missed. No, it. he was that. no, he was a senior when I was a sophomore. Mad so was, yeah, he was a big big boy. He was a farmer. He came in with blood all over his t shirt, and they're like, "Oh, you fucked." He his sheep gave birth or something, but they all said he fucked this goat or something. But he was always known <laughs> as Mad Max the goat fucker. I don't remember that story. And if I saw a farmer come in with blood on his shirt, I would not go to directly to fucking a goat. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you don't remember the times. Back in 2000, early 2000s. Yes, you would have. Fucking a goat was in. Okay. Oh, uh, we just a lot of ways dude. that you would have gone in early 2000s. Yeah, okay? Fucking exactly. exactly. So is this question being posed in early 2000s or right now? I want to hear what you would say in early 2000s since yeah. you've brought up that. Well, yeah. What, what would what would Richard yeah. 20 years, 23 years ago say? Yeah, sure. Um, I, yeah, think, I want to slam that fucking goat. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people uh, didn't like reputations were pretty tarnished anyway. So I probably don't. Oh, you don't say. I probably don't want my uh, <laughs> my own conscious to have to deal with the fact that I fucked a goat for the rest of my life. So I'll just deal with like you're an asshole and you fucked a goat, and just that's my reputation. And then partly the show could always kick back on the lore of you being a goat fucker in high school. Yeah, yeah. And then as I got older, I'm I'm fairly confident I'd be creative and witty enough to turn that in my favor. Yeah. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> just t-shirts with you behind a goat. Just yeah. yeah. The, <laughs> what's interesting about this question is the only, the only way that you say that you would fuck a goat is there's only two. You're, you're Jeff Atkins. You're oh, three three. You're Jeff. Yeah. Or uh, you're so like, I don't think any of us have a level of vain uh, vanity that it would. Like you can't handle that type of false reputation or rumor, like that's a level of vanity of of rehack. Yeah, or not. you just really want to fuck a go. <laughs> <laughs> those those are your only reasons. Those are your only reasons to choose uh, option A there. All right. Uh, would you uh, have we done this? Would you rather have a dog die every time you laugh, or have there be a genocide every time you fall in love? Bobby, I see you giggling. Go ahead. Oh my god. 
a genocide every time you fall in love. Well, love is fainting. You know, every time you Ray, your mother flashes her asshole, I feel like I'm in love. But it goes. But is that love? <laughs> is that love? <laughs> it's like, you know, some. I'm not talking poor... puppy dog love. I'm talking love, man. Some, love. Some poor tribe and. <laughs> <laughs> and Africa goes down because Irene's getting frisky. It's like, ah. But what's the other option? Every time uh, you laugh, a laugh, dog you, dies. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's too many dogs in the in the world. And what yeah. purpose do they serve? Yeah, I'm, I'm pro friend? dog, so yeah. I'm going genocide. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. So you're going puppies? I, I'm difficult to love, so this probably won't happen. <laughs> But you just laughed, so there's a dog that just died. Well, I went genocide, so it didn't happen. Well, Rich, Rich is crying in the corner because we're laughing and dogs are dying. Oh, I don't care. Um, yeah, the genocide's not a bad one. I mean, technically, if it's not a bad one, if well, if the world is right, well, it, how many people are having to choose? It says everybody has to choose this because then everybody dies. But if it's just like us three, we're the only ones responsible for genocides across the world based on our love, then like the it's way like peace, peaceful world, baby. You know, Jesus, Jesus would tell you you only have one love and it's him, and that's that's all you get. So three genocides. Love me and one and one people go down. Three genocides one, and we're done. There's only one Jesus, and he's right in behind the name you. of Christ. Yeah, he's right behind you on that beautiful photo I see all the time. <laughs> Uh, next one. Uh, would, We're gonna get hate mail from the from the uh, Christians now. Probably. Uh, this one just is directed towards Bobby because we've asked this one before with Bill here. So I kind of want to know what Bobby thinks. Bobby, would you rather suck one dick for fifty thousand dollars or get one thousand dollars for every dick you've sucked? Ooh, good math. <laughs> do the math. Go do the math. Um. I don't like to work too hard, so I can't imagine that I would be going around <laughs> polishing them off over and over again to okay. get that money. Okay. Uh, I prefer to get it in one big score, um, so I'd probably just go for the one. Now, are you paying taxes on this? I have to pay. The, no, I think it's going to be cash money, so you can yeah, hide yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you in a bag. Yeah. You have to it's pay taxes <laughs> on my, my singular penis <laughs> that, that, that I've polished off here. That's an ex. It's an expensive build, Uncle Sam. Yeah, well, what state is it in? I'm not going to do it in in uh, New York, Connecticut. Yeah, you don't want to go to New York. That's like a twenty five. No, I want to go. Stick. I'll go to New Hampshire. There's no sales tax there. There you, there go. you go. All right, last one. Uh, would you rather orgasm every time you hear "All Star" by Smash Mouth or hear "All Star" by Smash Mouth every time you orgasm? That's an easy one. Hear it. It's not a bad song. I'm into it. That's fine. It'd be awesome. It'd be a really nice party. So every time you hear the song, you orgasm. No, that's every time I orgasm. I orgasm. Okay, okay, I got you. That also that question's a no-brainer. Like, well, just, how many times do you hear that on the radio or on your shuffle on your? Who fucking... cares? Like, what kind of situation are you gonna like risk being in? That song pops on, and then you're just you just curl over in the in the middle of a business meeting of. Because imagine if one of us knew that that was your kryptonite and we could That's play right. it yeah, now, like in your business meeting. Yeah, now you open yourself up to fucking sabotage. Yeah. So what happens? Like, when, so you, do you just get a boner? Like it, like it just bones out and then just. Ugh. Yeah, it's instant. It's like it's like the uh, the party uh, favors for kids when you blow into it. It's like. 
Fuck! It just goes down right immediately. Wait, how does the song go, Ray? Hey now, you're an all star. Yeah, Get yeah, your yeah. game on. Go play. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, today we say goodbye to our beloved, beloved family member, and it's <laughs> hey now. <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, take that ray fuck you you just see the boom box over rich's head (laughs) yeah no now imagine it the other way um we're all married uh, ish so you're with your wife and how annoyed she's gonna get every time you just start she fucking hate that song hey now now. you're an (laughs) all-star game uh, go play you take the towel, wipe it off. Did you or go, she honey? Uses no. it. She ah, uses it. She whatever. just so that way she doesn't have to deal with you. She just walks by, <laughs> turn the song on. You're just oh, yeah. and then now she doesn't have to deal with you. Ooh, that's right. That actually, she would buy like that. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, you could go a different way. Whatever her yeah. song is, like you've just you just never hear it. You've never heard it ever. <laughs> What's that song? I have a headache tonight. Hey, now you're, you're an old <laughs> Yeah. Yep. I can see that going anyway. Uh, all right. Simplest minds of the week right after this. Are you stupid or something? I'm as stupid as a stupid does. I don't remember what this is. So, uh, yeah, hold on. I'm a slave to I've the. I've got email. one other uh, slate sports one with the uh, say his beef with Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. Jim Ursay and his beef with Jonathan Taylor. You heard about oh, that? Yeah. yeah. Explain it. So the, Jonathan Taylor is looking for a new contract. And of course, Jim Arce is he's going through all these reasons why he can't. You can't afford it. It's not fiscally responsible. And now it's in the news that he's going to spend $20 million to move a whale across the country. <laughs> <laughs> so all the Colts fans are getting on him about it. What is the what's the story behind the whale? Uh, it's like stuck in the tab. It's like it. I think it's in a zoo, and it need, they needs to move. It's in a zoo in Florida, and be moved to its natural habitat, like off the coast of California. I'd love to see some ruthless NFL fans go at it with PETA. Just a real Twitter battle. Kill there. that fucking whale. <laughs> Kill that whale. Sign oh, Jonathan Taylor. Imagine if they fucking trade him. That whale would be yeah. productive. Well, those uh, fucking Chinese people that had a man standing in a bear suit. <laughs> oh, who sent that? Was that you? That was me. Yeah, that was you. <laughs> that was that's the, clearly that's a man too. <laughs> Do you think if they trade uh uh Taylor, the uh, the whale will get a banner in the Colts stadium? Yeah. <laughs> like their wild card performance. Apparently the Colts there's rumors are going to trade Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman. Apparently the Colts are tanking. I was reading the uh the scuttlebutt about Michael Pittman wanting out after the Taylor thing cuz they just yeah. hate her say now. Yeah, they're pretty much hate, yeah, they're pissed right? at him. Yeah, they just got Richardson who's probably going to suck. All right, uh what's your last simple minds there, Ray? Uh Clemson linebacker TJ Dudley was dismissed for selling pictures of unsuspecting teammates in the locker room via OnlyFans. Now I know Paterno's dead, but is Sadusky still alive? And yes, he, he is. Ac- he have access to an online account. I don't like think. I, I don't. Um, I think he's under the app course rule of thumb that you cannot go online. 
So you are you are um, expelled from any online mm-hmm. interactions yep. forever. Mm-hmm. No so internet. This guy, this kid, was in the locker room, just snapping dick pics of unsuspecting uh, teammates in the in the locker room in the showers. Now, question: Does that make him gay? Well, I don't think it makes him gay, but my my curiosity went, well, is he gay? Mm. That's what I mean. I'm sorry. Maybe or is he just an, or is he just an entrepreneur? Yeah. Or does he he just found an untapped market? Like, like if I if I snuck into Bobby's house and took a picture of him and his wiener and had it on my phone and tried selling it, am I gay? Well, what's your motive? That's the question. Where's the motive here? Like you could say, like if you were in a woman's locker room and you had your phone on you and there was just a bunch of naked ladies around and Ray, you were no longer the dick king of Goffstown and you know, you were back to your previous days where um a little desperate. You're saying just a little sly snap snap just for the spank bank, wouldn't wouldn't it be in the future? In the cards? Just, just yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. Your, that's your initial, uh, like non-ethical moment. But it's just for me. And then you go, you know what? I might be I able can to make some money off this. I can make some money mm. on this shit. So you know, or was the guys like, oh, I know, I know the market here. I'm gonna sleep in. I'm gonna sneak in the locker room and I'm gonna make some dough with these dicks. Well, would you be looking at the guys' dicks and be like, wow, I can make some money off that guy's dick? It's an it's an it's an interesting question. And when you keep looking at this many penises, it's like I wonder what what does he start to think? He's like, oh well, there's this one. Well, this one's actually my favorite. I like that. That this one, yeah. Like you must a hierarchy must form. Well, yeah, you have you know, you have to set a uh, yeah. price. I mean, if you look at enough one. things over time, you just develop ones that you're like you just like looking at certain ones more than others. It's like ah, a yes. super bad dick treasure, treasure chest. <laughs> Big fucking veiny ones. I just couldn't stop drawing dicks. Do you think he had a catalog of different dicks? Like so he could go on OnlyFans and be like, oh, look at this one. You had this to one. have uh you had to have a VIP, you, you know, different uh menu, different costs, different price. Probably. Probably had a menu board. What is OnlyFans and why do they accept um those photos? Did you say what is OnlyFans? Yeah, he said that's the website that this guy was putting them to. Wow. So I said, what is this place? Wow. He does not have internet access. He does. No. This is the only time Bobby <laughs> Bobby on goes the online. <laughs> girls show their buttholes on OnlyFans, and you pay like twenty dollars a month, so you can see these girls' buttholes and areolas, dude. Where are you, Ben? <laughs> you fucking degenerate scumbags. <laughs> Paige Sparant, uh no, not Sparant. Paige Van Van Zant had an OnlyFans. Oh, uh, it's internet. It's internet prostitution, basically, without penetration. Yeah. yeah, I would have never guessed that from OnlyFans. I thought it sounded like almost like a sports website. <laughs> That's why yeah. I was confused. Didn't it? It started. Did it start in COVID? Oh yeah, these girls. And we had those two girls on that were OnlyFans. Yeah. Dude, that girl's blowing yeah, up. Made, yeah, she made like two hundred fifty thousand dollars in a year just showing off her butthole, dude. Some do it just for feet. Rex yeah. Ryan's. Shelling out millions, thousands. I mean, there's that's if you could do it, wouldn't go for it. Well, that's what the question dial it back to the main point here. And this guy slinging dick pics now that market's 
I would have to imagine that market's a gay market for men. Like, I don't think a lot of women just want to like check out dudes' dicks. Like, I think Le'Veon dicks in the shower. Le'Veon Bell just joined OnlyFans, I believe. No, he. I would check out his dick. Right. <laughs> Why not? That doesn't make you gay. You just what is this guy packing? Yeah. No, I'm just yeah. curious. Yeah. <laughs> and if I was, then so what? He wouldn't still, be gay. He's bisexual. I still yeah. love you. And then the genocide would start out. These. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, this is how it's all going to go down. We've gone full circle here. <laughs> goddamn uh, email. <laughs> I'm going to get too goddamn curious. Take a look at those <laughs> shady. Oh, no. Who was it? Was it Le'Veon uh, Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Look at Le'Veon Bell's dick. And then half of Africa is going to die. So. This was the My Sports Show, Friday Rewind, <laughs> August 4th. See you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, we didn't talk about uh, newly acquired wide receiver Jalen Hurd announced his retirement from the NFL either. Oh, yeah. That's New England's where quarterbacks, uh, wide receivers coming in. Yeah, that was a great, great signing there, guys. Yep, Jalen Hurd, excellent. And then we pick up some other guy that the fucking Bears don't want. Yeah, that's a great signing. Yeah, when you get wide receivers from the Bears, that's a bad sign. Somebody needs to do a little bit of research into Jalen Hurd and who's like, what kind of connections does he have? Who's his agent, and where does that connection land with Belichick? And whose favor did he do there? He's mm. done this before. Like he just brought him in bumped up either a name for the agent or gave the kid a uh, exiting salary of a couple hundred grand to help somebody out. Mm. Can I also tell you something real quick? Can I tell you something real quick before we get off here? I made a TikTok video and some guy did not appreciate us making fun of Bronny James having a heart attack and he got our video banned on fucking TikTok. I am irate right now. <laughs> irate! I don't even remember <laughs> what we said about that. Nothing. I don't Did you say you had? Bad. No. Uh, I put the Rick James thing in there. Oh, cocaine. Hmm. Oh, yeah, we were saying you do a bunch of cocaine. So the guy, the kid responded and goes, are you guys making fun of an 18-year-old nearly dying? And I put the Leslie Chang, but did he die? <laughs> he didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like that. And all of a sudden, I get this ban. It's like for fucking bullying and all. I'm like, fuck you. Fucking TikTok. <laughs> It's goddamn Chinese. It's a cesspool, my friend. Mm. God love you. Um, Bobby, right. enjoy your quagmire and uh, looking at OnlyFans. And next week, I want to see your forearms uh, first. First, oh. giggity, giggity. Yeah, apparently, yes. I have quite the wormhole to go down here. Okay. Rabbit enjoy. hole. Enjoy. Enjoy. My a rabbit hole into many holes. Yeah. Cost money. How do you think I afford this house? I've just been filming Irene for years. <laughs> God damn it. Please pass that along to me. Thank you. Ew. The not, the, not, not the link. Oh, the money. God. The Ew, money. Fuck. <laughs> DKG is a sick fuck. Here we are.
What are you on hold there? Hey. You guys hear that? Can't hear anything. Damn it. You hear me? I can hear you. I couldn't hear your phone if that's what you're talking about. Oh yeah. I was just playing Ray's uh I was just playing Ray's video he just sent out. Ray, can you hear me? Are you muted? Can't hear Ray. The queefing one? Oh yeah. You hear this? Yes, I know you're talking about. <laughs> yep, beautiful, very nice. Yeah, that's power, right? That's a lot of power. <laughs> that's a uh, what do they call that? It's like a machine gun loading. She just fucking airs in, brrr, brings it back, recoils. Brrr. <laughs> beautiful thing. I just love sending those videos because you know Welch gags when I send those. Well, yeah. just uh, <laughs> oh, God. she calls herself the queen of the uh, queen queef. It's nice that queefs are in and the queefers get some love, you know. I didn't I know they ever weren't getting love. Oh, yeah, there was definitely a time where you know, a queef during a sit up in gym class was that was the end of you, you know. Would you do you think a girl would rather say she farted or queefed? Like if that would happen. Oh, in, in our day and age, fart, definitely. Yeah. Queef was like that was untapped knowledge. Mm. Just before the porn hub and all yeah. these beautiful TikTok videos and all that. Mm. Like what did you say? Queet? Quest? Qu- now where where does that come from now? What where? queef? Explain this to me. What happens? Walker, <laughs> put it on the whiteboard. <laughs> no, no, no. Mr. Fulton came from the back, just bowling people out of the way to explain it. Excuse me, boys, boys, make room, make room. Uh, I, I could be of assistance here. I could be of assistance here. <laughs> this is my time to shine. Yeah, I'm sure he's a listener. So apologies. That's just a joke. Kind of. <laughs> How dare you insult the listeners? Yeah. Imagine if Mr. Fulton was a listener. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. Please, if you are, send your email. I mean, he's to kind of our target audience, I... honestly. <laughs> he's definitely a target audience. Send your hate mail to uh, adam.morell04 at gmail. Oh, sorry. Adam. sorry <laughs> he's going to send him more than hate mail. Yeah, he Dick is. Dicks. <laughs> oh, look at Ray saying the quiet part out loud. Is that because you have glasses on? What is with the glasses? Is this blue light? Um, are you trying to I'm, me? I'm blind. I oh, I could have told now. you that. <laughs> I didn't know that. So are what, these new? What... Those are new glasses? Those are new. Those are the ones you picked. Yeah. Or did someone pick them for you? I don't know. I picked these. Really? Yeah. How many did you go through? This one. That seems like a difficult decision having that... to pick glasses. I've never no, had no, to do that. I don't. I don't understand. You know what you want. You go in there. You look. You say, "Yep, that's you... the one." I no, say, Bitch, "I don't understand." That's up. you knew you wanted those. <laughs> I've had a lot of intercourse with these on now. Thank you. <laughs> okay. With who? My wife. That's my wife. <laughs> um, you, you wear them while you're doing it, or it's no, they just... fog up. It's like Jack and fucking Titanic when he's in the car with Rose. Like I take him off. Like you can't take him off while you're doing it. it. You need the glasses to see what you're doing. No, it just gets her in the mood. This is reverse. I, I, think, it's, I think it's her. Mistress. She's in the nerds. Her mistress must be a nerd. So that's this why. is a reverse Clark Kent <laughs> Superman situation. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> 
you've you've seen the blind hairy fat fuck for 20 years congratulations but on the sex once <laughs> those square-eyed fucking return of the nerd glasses go on it's a it's a whole different human now what is your on. what does your dick look like now that you have glasses on it's very disappointing now that i can see it clear <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's like, i get wow that. wow yeah. Uh, speaking of disappointing, what do you say we start the show? The Simple Mind Sports Show. We talk latest and greatest in New England sports. Get a couple laughs along the way. Let's do some opening takes. We got a blind show here, boys. We got a uh, half half. Thank you.